It's Thursday morning. Good morning. Eric Carpenter here. This is KCVL, KCRK. Here in the Valley, we've got a good coating of frost here on this Thursday. Uh, temperatures warming up just a little bit. 34 degrees here at the radio station right now. But uh, a lot of frost out there this morning. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> the furnace came on. That's uh, kind of an indication that it's a few degrees cooler outside. Uh, house stays okay until we get right down to that freezing mark, and then uh, it just doesn't hold enough heat in. Big week this week, Colville High School. And we've got volleyball tonight uh, on the radio uh, big week for the homecoming activities. Let's get some information about a new club at the school. It is called the Pep Club, and they want to start a new tradition, a tailgate event with all the fun stuff that goes with tailgating. Hi, I'm Deanne Ressa with Colville High School. We are going to have our first annual tailgate at the homecoming this Friday night, 14th of October. And it is going to start at 5.30 p.m. until the game start at time of 7. And we're going to offer some delicious pulled pork sandwiches and German dogs and cookies and cotton candy. And we're going to have games. We're going to have some cornhole and hoop shooting opportunities to win prizes. It should be a lot of fun. And again, it is our first annual. So we're hoping for a great turnout and support for our new club, a pep club, and they're going to be sponsoring this tailgate party. Pep club is students that support every event for the sports. So there's a rooting section at the football games. There's been rooting section at the volleyball. They went to the soccer game. They just try to support all the students. Our kids have been undefeated until this last weekend with the Freeman Scotties, unfortunately. But we're hoping to regain our win streak with the Shadle Park. But they have been doing a really great job, the football team. And homecoming is an event that is, I just learned recently, it's a lot of alumni that come back. And it's recognition for people that have been in past events. So it's just a tradition that we have. And we start the event out or the week out with decorating our walls in the high school for the dance. And we will have the dance on Saturday night. And we had a kickoff pep assembly on Monday with games and pieing teachers in the face and just had a lot of fun and support of the band and student athletes. And we will culminate the week with another assembly on Friday and we'll introduce all our royalty at the assembly and then crown the royalty at the football game at halftime. No one knows who will win until the halftime crowning at the football game. We don't announce the winners until Friday night. It's a first time we've done a tailgate and we're trying to raise some funds for ASB Pep Club and it's really been an interesting school year start out. Last year was very well I would have to say kind of a bummer because of COVID and the start out of school this year has been super enthusiastic of the students, staff, and administrators. We're just very much engaging in supporting our students and just having fun. It's definitely evident at all the events so far. 
So come and enjoy the fun and games. And thank you so much for your support of Colville High School. All right. A lot of activities going on all week long with the homecoming uh, week at Colville High School. Don't forget volleyball tonight, and it will be the big football game Friday night, dance on Saturday, and uh, help support the kids. Experience, technology, satisfaction, a written warranty, and over 30 years' experience. That's what makes Davis Auto Rebuild stand out from the rest. At Davis Auto Rebuild, customers are our number one priority, and we realize how difficult it is to be without your vehicle. So we make it easier for you with loaner and rental cars, and also help with your insurance claims. Call Davis Auto Rebuild at 684-3137 or stop in at 1175 South Main in Colville and see the Davis Auto Rebuild difference. Well, the city of Colville, uh, they're going to give the newspaper here about 90 days to get their act together. The city of Colville, quite a discussion at the Tuesday night council meeting about a situation where the newspaper has failed to print legal notices and sometimes printed inaccurate uh, notices. And part of that discussion about whether or not they should actually move the official newspaper from Colville and use the Chewila newspaper instead. Here's a little bit of that discussion that went on Tuesday night. The issue before the council is a proposed resolution designating an official newspaper for the city of Colville and repealing resolution number 08-85. Holly. Well, we've been having a lot of issues getting things published, getting things published correctly. When legally required publications don't get in the paper, it causes a lot of issues for the city. Something to keep in mind, too, this is for the legally required things that the city has to publish. It's put us in a bind, not getting those published. Doesn't mean for other things, like for leaf pickup, for example, wouldn't add up in the city paper for those types of things. But just because we have had this trouble, it's not comfortable for us to put that notice out on the sign there saying a public hearing delay, which was very meaningful for a lot of people in the town. So just let you know, it's not exclusionary, but it is have our legal notices go through so a newspaper record is sort of an anachronism to a time prior to the internet where now everything is published on the city website and if you need to know what's going on in the city, you can go there. And frankly, I don't go to the newspaper to get the public record. I go to the city website, which to me is the primary place to get the best information. And I realize that not everybody in the city has internet access. And I also recognize that there are fewer and fewer people taking those states. Brandon? Is the Trila Independent circulated up here at the stores? Yes. It's available at the local newsstands. But I also say it says each code city shall designate an official newspaper by resolution. So until this newspaper shall be in general circulation of the city, I have qualification prescribed in another chapter. So it says we are to have a official newspaper by resolution. I mean, I understand Chris, and I support that, but we also say we're supposed to have an official newspaper by resolution. So. Did we ask Logan what general circulation means? To me, I think 
not being a legal person, that the independent meets the qualifications of the RCW. That would be my interpretation. But I have the same concerns as Doug. My concern is that if we lose a local paper, what's next? It's important that we support our local organizations. With that, there also needs to be a standard of expectation, which the statesman has not been meeting. And I think the best way to look at this is as if the statesman were one of our employees. And if they were our employee, we wouldn't hold on to 18 months of poor performance and then say, never mind, this isn't working, you're terminated. There would be more communication back and forth saying that this needs to improve or else you will no longer be employed. And so I do think that this is a formal notice to the statesman that performance needs to be absolute going forward or the city of Colville will absolutely look at a viable alternative. I do think that right now, without having discussions with the Chewila Independent in regards to what the broader scope of their paper would include and Again, the, the conversation with the statesman, I don't think that we can move forward with this at this time. Anybody from the statesman care to contribute, Chris? I'm currently the reporter and kind of editor in training at the statesman. I originally signed on about six weeks ago to just be a reporter and kind of help like lessen the load with the current workforce there. We had more turnover, but I do want to apologize. The last two items that we did miss because I was responsible for that. I made promises. My will to help was overridden by what I didn't know. I thought I had sent things to the right place and they didn't get they got misplaced. That being said, we've hired three new people in the office, not counting me. So we have four people in front office now. It's a little bit new for me as well, but I can't speak to what was going on before. I just know it wasn't a good situation. I don't know where the breakdown was between the previous staff and the ownership of the corporation, other than there was not well, good communication. So, Chris, I imagine no matter what the council decides to do tonight, you're going to be having a discussion with the regional manager. Well, she's yeah, she's aware of it. I I talked to her. There, these are things issues she's aware of. I think I honestly I don't know how far back she's aware of all these issues. I wasn't until I saw this. I I was I worked for the statesman for a long time, but I was a you know, freelance writer. I just kind of turned in turned in stories and, and pictures and left it at that. I didn't really delve into the day-to-day -day operations. We realize you're just really hired on just recent early, so all the council. I mean, it's, it's entirely new. The whole front end is new. The back end, everyone there has been there a while, and they, they know their job as well between our inserters and our pressmen and delivery, but the front end is completely new now. It's changed in, in the last two months. It's, everyone's new. I'm also concerned about costs. So I don't know how much Chewy would be. I don't know how much the city of currently this gentleman offered to come in tomorrow to meet with the appropriate staff to come up with a process so that we are satisfied that our legal notices are going to get published correctly and on time. Um, I would prefer that we don't take any action on this until that meeting happens and we get a document from the paper as to how they are going to meet the needs of the city and see whether or not the statesman is willing to have a more comparable rate because you're directly in competition now with the two independent. What I'm getting is there's a general consensus that the council does not want to take an action on this tonight. 
So there's been a couple ideas thrown around council. What you want to do, you want to make a motion to have a review period for this. I recommend it would be 90 days, not six months. We can have it on the agenda item for 90 days from now, just to review the situation. Is everybody good with that? First meeting of January. So we'll bring it back to this topic for review at that time. Not next meeting, but the meeting after that. We'll come back with kind of an update and status of this whole situation. All right, there you have it, a little bit of the discussion. Uh, we did have a planning commission public meeting. The city mailed out notices that that meeting uh, would take place, and then the uh, legal notice in the newspaper didn't happen, and so the planning commission had to delay that uh, public input uh, meeting and that deals with that mixed use zoning that uh, of course is being promoted by Catholic charities and rural resources so little of the discussion um, they'll revisit that come the first of the year give the newspaper a chance to get their uh, house in order and uh, hopefully uh, that will happen otherwise we'll be uh, reading the legal notices for Colville in the Chihuahua newspaper which uh, can't say would be a bad thing but uh, certainly want to uh, still have a newspaper in Colville kind of the city's way of subsidizing keeping a newspaper here for top-notch customer service and unmatched choices in insurance products, you can depend on the folks at Guide Insurance Services in Colville for home and auto, farm, life, health, personal and business insurance policies. Call for a free quote and take advantage of rates, benefits, and services designed to give you more for your money. Call Guide Insurance Services today at 684-5850 or stop in at the Town Center Building, 298 South Main, Suite 101. And they call it an autumn dance. It's coming up this Saturday night. That gets underway at 5 in the evening in Kettle Falls. It's at 615 South Myers Street, right there by the library. You're invited to come. They'll have country swing, games, group dances, inviting people to bring a shareable dish for a, a bit of a potluck. The Autumn Dance, this Saturday night in Kettle Falls. Dining room season is here, and we are full of all the different dining room sets. From farmhouse dining to legendary Shisham Wood dining room sets, all in stock and on sale now. And add that ambient flame of an electric fireplace and warm up your space with a new fireplace TV console. Just arrived. Fall into savings at Sandra's Furniture, downtown Colville. All right, busy time last night down at Loon Lake. It all started about 3.15 in the afternoon. Um, North Spokane County down on Spotted Road, a um, armed suspect pointed a pistol, threatened to kill a man. Well, the victim of that said the suspect fired a shot, but he missed. 
the suspect's actions and threats um, caused him to uh, flee in a vehicle. And they um, headed north up to Loon Lake. So Spokane County called in Stevens County. So uh, law enforcement rushing down to Loon Lake yesterday afternoon. Well, about uh, 6 in the evening, Stevens County Sheriff's Office, they requested assistance and had advised that the suspect had fled to a home just off 395 there at Loon Lake. So Spokane County SWAT team, the crisis negotiators, the air support unit, they all responded, and personnel and equipment uh, came to the scene from Spokane. Well, about uh, 7 o'clock last night, they located the suspect hiding in a wooded area. They put out a perimeter around that. Crisis negotiators attempted to make contact. Um, That was unsuccessful. They say the suspect fired multiple shots. No idea what he was firing at. Uh, He was yelling and just shooting. And they advised the suspect to surrender. They did not. And then shortly after 10 last night, the suspect uh, apparently was moving toward the SWAT team members. And that's when the SWAT team fired their weapons. Um, Then emergency personnel came in. They had three ambulances down there at the uh, Loon Lake area. The shot suspect pronounced dead at the scene. So now the officer-involved protocols go into effect. They had uh, quite a number of law enforcement there at Loon Lake last night. Everything from the Spokane Police Department to the State Patrol, Liberty Lake Police Department, Airway Heights Police Department, Spokane County Sheriff's Office, Spokane Valley Police Department. Well, the uh, Spokane Police Department, they are the managing agency in this incident. The uh, Spokane County Sheriff's Office will ultimately release the names of the deputies involved in the shooting. And uh, we'll get uh, the name of the the deceased, uh, uh, no doubt, from the county coroner's office uh, here in Stevens County when uh, everyone's been notified there. The uh, investigation going to be handled by the Spokane Independent Investigative Response Team. They are the ones that handle any Spokane deputy-involved shooting. And uh, after they've done their investigation, it goes to the Spokane 
County Prosecutor's Office for review. So again, that that all started uh, upon Spotted Road in North Spokane County, quickly went to uh, Loon Lake. Department of Transportation did have 395 closed for a while uh, last night down at Loon Lake. As the season changes and the leaves turn, LMK Floors would like to thank the community by offering its beautiful sale by Shaw. This sale runs now through November 14th and will feature a coupon of up to 10% off material only, up to $1,000 on qualifying sales. See store for details. Please visit their showroom at 1175B South Main in beautiful Colville, Washington. Remember back in the uh, summer, uh, back in May, Stevens County Fire District 2 truck was reported stolen. Uh, they recovered it. And nobody said anything that they had recovered it uh, very quickly. But uh, Fire Chief Rick Anderson says a person spotted the 2008 Ford F-550 fire truck and a patch of timber and grass on their property and reported it. Uh, apparently, the truck was generally beat up, requires about 12000 in repairs, needed the new front bumper and the aluminum boxes where the fire hoses were stored on the truck, uh, um, the truck stolen from fire station uh, down at Enterprise Road and Highway 25 back May 16th. That's, uh, Anderson was driving by the station on his way to a meeting and saw the door of the fire station was open and the brush truck was gone. Also found three heavy-duty batteries stolen from a fire engine at the station. Pretty much cleaned it out. A lot of the gear was recovered, but uh, still about 20000 in equipment missing. The um, uh, Apparently the front seat was completely full. They had stacked all the stolen stuff in the truck and obviously the thieves intended to return to the truck with the stolen items but uh, never returned. Wagen Brothers Lumber specializes in forest improvements and thinning treatments that add value to the forest for people, products, and the environment. We are currently purchasing saw logs, tonwood, chipwood, and also timberland. Contact Wagen Brothers today at 509-684-5071. Or for more information, go to www.wagenbrothers.com. All right, and it was a real super-duper downer when the uh, Mariners lost on Tuesday. They, they dominated the entire game till the 8th and ninth inning. Uh, the Mariners... Probably need a new plan for locking down the uh, tested Astros star Alvarez. What they tried in game one certainly didn't work. Um, Mariners find out this afternoon it is game two of the American League Division Series down in Houston. We're going to have that game 
That'll be a 92.1 KCRK. 11.30 pregame. First pitch just after 12.30. Mariner baseball. That's this afternoon. Pregame at 11.30 this morning. Um, in the other American Division series, uh, the Guardians and the Yankees, they are set for their game two in New York, but the weather is really wet in New York, so hopefully they'll get that game in, weather permitting, the Guardians and the Yankees. Phillies and Braves, Padres and Dodgers, they have the day off. So again, they've got to, hopefully the Mariners uh, got over the blues with the day off yesterday and are ready to go after losing 8-7 to seven that game one. Three-run home run off of Robbie Ray with two outs in the ninth inning. Mariner baseball, it's playoff time on 92-1 KCRK. Volleyball coming up tonight. Big volleyball match with Lakeside. Earl Adams will have that action. That'll be on KCVL. A look at today's local weather forecast brought to you by Kettle Falls Family Dentistry and Implant Solutions at 130 West 10th Avenue in Kettle Falls. Offering general dentistry for all ages, new patients, and emergencies. They are welcome. Call 738-6880 for Kettle Falls Family Dentistry. Sunshine and a beautiful high of 75 this afternoon. Frost again tomorrow morning, 34 the overnight low. 75 the high on Friday, 75 the high on Saturday. Sunshine, 75 the high on Sunday. We get into Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's still going to be sunny skies in the mid-70s all the way through Wednesday. Overnight lows right around freezing. Let Dr. Chip Johnson and his friendly and professional staff give you a new reason to smile. At Kettle Falls Family Dentistry and Implant Solutions. And you look out the window, it looks like it's going to be just a beautiful day. think it's going to be a good day. Get out of the office, get out and enjoy your lunch uh, outdoors today. It, it should be really nice. It's Thursday morning. Eh, a little long today, 736. This is KCVL, KCRK.